I open the jacket and I look down and there's all the pockets ripped out. I'm deflated. I'm looking going, what the hell? You sent me after all these years a birthday present and you ruined the jacket. There's nothing in it. Me and my father really didn't get along since I was 10 years old because one thing happened. He forgot my birthday. And instead of apologizing or sending me a gift or a card, he simply, and this was his personality, that's okay because I don't believe in birthdays. My father was talking about raising stakes, was a compulsive gambler. He cheated on my mother. Me and my father started to establish a relationship. For the next 20 years, he would continually make his point by not calling, emailing. Although for my 30th birthday, my dad sent me a jacket and it was beautiful. So I call him up and I'm wearing the jacket. I'm like, dad, thank you so much. This means so much to me. I've held on to this anger for 20 years. Thank you for recognizing my birthday. I opened the jacket and I looked down and there's all the pockets ripped out. I'm deflated. I'm looking going, what the hell? You sent me after all these years a birthday present and you ruined the jacket. There's nothing in it. I go, dad, is this a joke? He said, no, the jacket's not for wearing. I'm worried about you. So it's a little late to worry about me. I'm worried about you. What the F are you talking about? Sending me a jacket with no pockets. And he said, I'm worried about you because I don't want you to be the richest man in the cemetery. I gave you that jacket to hang in your closet and remind you every day that you're not taking anything with you. You're not taking anything with you. My dad left when I was five and my mom was a single mom with six kids. We were living in Akron, Ohio. The only time I wasn't happy after my father left was when I'd catch my mom crying because the dishwasher would break, the car would break, and she had too much pride to ask for help or <clears throat> the shame of handing food stamps to us to go to school. I wanted to make a million dollars so I could buy my mom a house and a car because I decided I was gonna raise the stakes at a young age to be happy. By the time I was 33 years old, I was married, had three beautiful daughters, and I owned every single thing that I wanted to own. The only thing was, for the first time in my life, I wasn't happy. So I started buying different things. And pretty soon I started surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. And I came home one night after partying, lying to my wife, and at 5.30 in the morning as I walked in, I see her silhouette right there. Begrudgingly, I opened the door and she looks at me and she said, you, you are not a rock star. So she sent me upstairs and when I came down in the morning, my dream girl was not happy. The first thing that came into my mind was look around you. Look at the cars we have, the houses we have, the nanny that lives here. That's what went through my sickened mind at the time. And when I woke up in the morning, I couldn't believe what had happened. And my wife told me, you better take stock in who you were and what you want to become or I'm out of here. I immediately went back and took stock in who I was. I laid down for one day depressed and I thought about what four, five, six things it was that made me me. I started thinking about these things and doing all the right things, but all the actions from the past were snowballing. 
And sure enough, two years after my wife confronted me, I lost everything. Now, my whole life, I just wanted to make my mom happy. So I went over there, hardest thing I've ever had to do, and I told her, Mom, I was crying. I've lost everything, and I'm accountable. And unfortunately, I also lost your home. <laughs> I'd walk to my mother's house and tell her that she had to move, that I lost her house. I, I, I had to do that. She looked at me without blinking, put her hand on my shoulder, and said, can I give you some money? Can I give you some money? Because my mom lives in a world of more than enough. She's of service to her community, to her children. And she set that example, not by telling me anything, but she taught me by watching her through my whole life, driving the country squire station wagon, going to work, being selfless, helping all those kids. And that, now she helped me. The hardest, hardest thing I ever had to do, she helped me simply by living in a world of being more than enough and being of service. I tell people all the time, if you want to change your life, it's very simple. Say thank you. Say thank you before you go to bed and say thank you when you wake up. And I guarantee you, if you can do that for 30 straight days, your life will change. And what I learned happiness was that an inspired life in connection was a true life and the truth vibrated the fastest. And that if I could stay and live an inspired life, then I could inspire others to inspire others. Live in a world of more than enough. It's simply through gratitude, empathy, accountability that you can have more than enough, you can live more than enough, and you can give more than enough simply by being of service.